ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to The Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real-life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to The Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we are in for a real treat. We have an absolutely fabulous guest on the show today, four times TEDx speaker and co-founder of the Global Giving Initiative, B1G1. It is the one and only Paul Dunn. Now, Paul works with businesses together with B1G1 to help turn businesses from profit-led to instead being purpose-led and impact-driven. And if you're not sure what I mean by that, then listen in to today's episode because we really drill into that in a bit of detail. Now, in Paul's own words, he gets up every morning to inspire business owners to create more impact in their business on our world than they ever imagined possible. And so this episode is an episode that's really close to my heart. I just think this is such a beautiful episode to record, and I'm so excited to bring it to you, our listeners. In this episode, we talk about a critical dimension of business outside of just growth and outside of multiples at exit, which of course is part of the normal topic of conversation here on our podcast. In this episode, we're talking about how to switch the concern about leaving a legacy to one instead of thinking about how to live live and leverage a legacy. We also discuss how true success in business is to be found in understanding the number of people that your business impacts. We also discuss a recent case study from Deloitte's that shows the tangible impact of being a purpose-led business and how this can impact not just your value at exit, not just your experience along the way with your business, but also your attractiveness to employees and to clients and partners throughout your business. And finally, in this episode, Paul shares with us his three key secrets to business success. All of that, folks, and so, so much more in this very important episode of The Deal Room Podcast. Here we go. Well done. I just want to say, first of all, an absolutely massive thank you for coming on to the podcast today. I am beyond excited to speak with you. <laughs> well, that makes two of us, Jen. Uh, I, 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 I feel honoured and privileged to be here. And so thank you for inviting me. And equally, you know, thank you for you, whoever you are listening to us right now. Thank you for taking time to do that. Uh, I'm really looking forward to sharing some things that might might make a difference. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And make a difference, you do, Paul, every day. Um, And, you know, I guess firstly, a shout out. I'm super excited because everything that we're talking about today, we're going to be able to dig into a lot deeper in our Buy, Grow, Sell Summit that we have coming up really soon. And don't worry if you miss it because you'll be able to watch an on-demand version um, via the show notes as well. But Paul, I just want to preface our discussion by saying that um, you and Masami and B1G1 have made a fundamental impact on the joy that I get out of my business. Um, and, and I feel I had been 
you know, I got to this point in business after a while where I just wondered, gosh, there just doesn't, there didn't feel depth in it, not the depth that I was after. And I just, I wanted to get involved in feeling like we were doing something that was greater than, you, you know, I've always been driven by providing massive value for our clients. That's always been, you know, critical to everything that I do, value for our staff. But I felt that it could be broader than that. And through B1G1, I found, you know, this great depth that I hadn't had before in business. And um, so firstly, massive thank you for giving me renewed (laughs) (laughs) love for business as a whole to be able to look at it in a different way, I guess. Well, thank you. That's uh, that. That is very humbling, and and it's so lovely to hear you use the word the, the, he used the word depth because a, a few years ago I used to tell this story. It was a very common story of of you know people would because of the of the great growth in entrepreneurship. And so, by the way, did I tell you I'm looking forward to the summit? Did I tell you that? Because <laughs> there can be so many insights there. You know, as you get with great people and stuff. But anyway, because you know people would would you know had high salaries and all that kind of stuff, and seemingly. Every everything they wanted but we knew that there was that thing going on where you know you would you and maybe this is the sort of thing you were describing where you know you get home you put your head on the pillow and at some point you go is, is that a, is that all there is mm. <laughs> and, and the, the the great answer is well no there's actually as you were saying there's actually so much more and, and now of course that with the pandemic and and so on, that shows itself, I think, in other ways. It it it, it shows us. You use the word joy before. It shows us um, not not experiencing that to the same level. And sometimes we kind of go into our cave and cut off and all of that kind of stuff because we think it's all about us. But it's actually not all about us. It's actually about something much bigger than us. That depth thing that you talk about. And then when you get that, it really does, as you say. Change change, you know, the very core, you know, you're there, the business owner at the centre of it, but when that core kind of gets, as it it were, a sort of a a magnetism about it, then guess what? You start to attract new team members, you start to attract new clients uh, and and so on, and and it becomes a virtuous cycle as opposed to a vicious cycle. That's so true, and I find... um you know, my personal experience has been that the involvement with B1G1 also extends to the community that I've met. Yeah, and it's right. been it's very enriching to be um, surrounded by and, and I regularly talk to people in the community now and I, I just feel I feel this depth of relationship and connection oh. with, you know, people in my network that yeah, that is directly attributable to connection to B1G1. And the community uh, through you're, it. You're, 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 <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by B1G1. Not really, but it's so nice <laughs> of you to uh, to mention that. But but in what you just said, there, there, there's some. I think there's some real magic. Yeah, you know, I remember uh, listening to an interview uh, with. Uh, this is pre-pandemic, right? But uh, I remember listening to this interview with uh, Jeff Bezos here of Amazon and Space Shop fame, and who knows what else fame. And, um, and the interviewer said. Uh, and this was, like I said, it was like three, two and a half years ago. And the interviewer says, Jeff, by the way, wouldn't it be great to be on first name terms? You know, like Jeff. 
<laughs> anyway, so, so, so Jeff, so Jeff, and there's, you know, it's in front of a big audience, right? So he says, Jeff said, well, you know, here you are, Amazon's doing all of this kind of stuff. And he said, I, so I'm wondering, what advice do you give your marketing department now? Right? And with emphasis on the now. Mm. And Bezos looks at him and he says, well, it's the same advice that I gave them at day one, right? And, and, you know, there was nothing changed about that advice. And, mm. and the end was going, oh, really? <laughs> and, and, and so he says, well, what was the advice? And uh, Bezos said, he actually said two things, but the one thing that I want to pull out of it is this. He said, we need to remember that people have this fundamental desire to belong. Yeah. Another way of saying that is to connect, right? That's another way of saying the same thing. And so one thing that's happened as a result of, you know, the pandemic and everything else, you, there's, no, there's no denying anymore that we, you can't escape it. We are all connected. We, we really, really are all connected. And once you see your business in, in a way that it's providing in, in these times of uncertainty, that what it's doing, it's providing certainty to which people can belong. And, and, and by the way, one of the, one of the ways you do that is, is by making sure, as you said a moment ago, that the business is about more than you. It's about something bigger than you. So people feel great about being a part of it and sharing in that, that whole thing. For example, I had a, a call the other day from, uh, I say the other day, that's an exaggeration. It was four months ago. But anyway, <laughs> so, 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 and it's from this, from this woman, and her first name is Kirsten, and she, she runs this now very large company that, uh, that makes these really innovative plastic containers. And it turns out that because in now people need more storage and all of that kind of stuff, these innovative plastic containers are, you know, really sought after. And she's the only one who's got the sort of technology to make these things. So the business is boomed. So anyway, and it's big business, you know. So I, I, I look around. So before the call, I look around and I go, oh, my God, that's a huge, huge business, right? <laughs> so, so I say to her, I say, so, uh, Kirsten, could I just ask, you know, how did you come to give us a call at B1G1? She said, oh, she said, that's interesting. She said, one of the things we, we need for our little for our, uh, plastic things <laughs> is we need labels, which we have to get printed. And so we have this printer. In fact, we have a number of them, but we have this particular printer who sent us the invoice and we paid the invoice. And my account person then told me what happened. And she said, we paid the invoice. And like a day later, we get this note from this person. And it's like a little, uh, it's called a gratitude certificate. And it says, I really want to thank you for paying the bill for the printing. And as a result of that, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was something like, you know, 17 kids got access to education, three trees were planted, and we support, you know, something else. And the, the woman in accounts goes, oh, my God. And she, she, she <laughs> takes it to Kirsten, and she says, look at this, look at this. And Kirsten says, which gets back to the point that you were making earlier on, she, Kirsten said, and she told me this on the phone, she said, when I, when I saw it, I said, oh, my God, I've been looking to do something like this for years and never been able to find it. So, you know, it gets back to that depth thing that you were, yeah. you were talking about. And there is that searching, I think, in, 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 in all of us. And sometimes and how great 
to have joy come from paying a bill. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you know, it's it's great to find ways like, like, for example, and I hope I can can sort of give people a look behind the curtain here. Um, and, and that is we're recording this on Zoom, right? So this, this, this is on, on Zoom. Yeah. And so one of the things that B1G1 allows you to do, and it really, and you know this, but it just makes it, uh, instead of, you know, choosing a charity or something uh, to support, no, you don't do that. What you do is you, you, you find things that happen in your business and then you link that to making really super duper, uh, uh, impacts. So, for example, it happens that just because you and I are on Zoom, 15 kids are getting access to education just wow. because you and I are on Zoom. And even better, even better, it's happening automatically. I don't, I don't have to count it or anything like that because being on your own links with what is it, three and a half thousand uh, other apps out there. So you can make it really easy to do this. And, and you know, it just, just changes the way the business works. And, and it changes, we were talking about before, it changes that, it adds that sort of magnetism thing to the business. It engages your team members. We know that when you engage the team members, you know, great things happen in the business and so on and so forth. So, yeah, um, it's, a, it's a good thing. <laughs> I love it. And, and, you know, I guess to give some background, you know, we talk a lot about um, buying businesses, exiting businesses, yeah. growing businesses, and, of course, that's what the Buy, Grow, Sell Summit is all about. But th- there is no point if you're not getting joy and connection out of your business, you know, and there's so mm. much. I see business owners all the time at the moment in in overwhelm, you know, there's oh, totally. there's exhaustion out of the business. Growing a business can mm. feel like hard work sometimes. It can feel like you're in the trenches. It can feel like there's fires that you're needing to fight all the time. And and I think the message, the reminder that um, that there is something there's something bigger that you're creating mm. out of your business can make the journey more joyful. And easier. Oh, totally. In, in fact, in, in fact, <laughs> so, uh, let's see, when was this? This one was about six months ago. And uh, one of our members, her name is Karen. She happens to be up on the Sunshine Coast uh, in, in Queensland. And I remember when she joined us in B1G1, which was like yonks ago, and she she had just established this tiny little retail business. And I mean, tiny, tiny. And it was selling clothing, which was done in a very sustainable manner out of Thailand. And, and so anyway, so she she has a little thing in the shopping center. And, and one day the shopping center management says, this is really interesting. A lot of people coming to your, your business because she was also being one g one at that point. And so what we wanted to do is give you, as in give you, more space. So she said, thank you very much. And I have more space because you're actually attracting different people in the in the store. Anyway, along comes, and, and I remember very well, she was doing giving every day and the giving that she was doing every day was sense i'm not making that up it was c-e-n-t-s okay sense right she was doing it every day and i remember i asked her one day all those years ago i said so why are you doing that you don't have to do that every day you know you can sort of (laughs) amalgamate it at the end of the week or the end of the month (laughs) and she said she said something she said the reason I do it is because it reminds me why I have this business. And I thought, wow, it's so cool. I get this yeah. reminder about it. But anyway, yeah. get get to the story six months ago. I call her because it's her 50th birthday. 
Right. And and I say, oh, hi, Garrett, you know, happy birthday to you, that thing, <laughs> expecting it to be a very short happy birthday call. And she says, oh, can, can, I, can, I, can we extend this? And I said, sure, we can. And uh, I said, so anyway, she, she tells me the story. She says, you know what, Paul, you know that when the, uh, when the, with the retail thing that happened and everything else, as you know, I had to, uh, or decided to go full on in terms of, you know, shopifying my, my business and e-commercing my business and everything. And I said, yeah, yeah, I remember all of that. And you were telling me it was going well. She said, well, it's more than well. Uh, she, I, I, because someone might know a Karen on the sunshine coast, I better be careful what I say. But let's just say it's between uh, six, wait, wait there, seven and and eight numbers right now in terms of of retail. Wow. And and then I, I I I said, oh my god, oh my god, right? And I said, so how have you done that? She said, well, sometimes I feel really ashamed. And I said, really, why? She says, well, you know how all the business coaches, <laughs> prick up your ears, business coaches, <laughs> they all say, and, and I get the reason they say it, you know, that we've got to have goals, we you know, we do four-month sprints and, you know, all of that sort of stuff and we need to check revenues and everything else. She said, the, the reason I feel somewhat like imposter sometimes is because I've never done that in my life. And I said, oh, Really? And she said, it's true story. She said, no. She said, but I have had a goal. And I said, okay, well, what, what's the goal? And she says, only to do things that bring me joy. Oh, isn't that sweet? Wow. <laughs> isn't that such a cool thing? There you go. Yeah? The secret to success. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, it's, it's very interesting. You know, you, you mentioned the summit, which again, I'm, I'm really looking forward to. And you, you mentioned exit. Um, mm. And I, I'm not sure whether, you know, it's an age thing as to when you think of exit or whatever. I think probably these days when you look at the money that's being raised in Australia, you probably think of exit, you know, three days after you started the business because there's <laughs> amazing things happening. But what's really interesting is that the, and Deloitte, can I mention like a, a name? Like Absolutely. Yeah, Deloitte, go for it. Yeah. Even though this might make them sponsor the podcast. You never know. So. <laughs> So they did. They did a study on this, uh, this whole thing uh, about you know what happens when you are standing for something bigger than yourself. By the way, we we, we see two distinctly different sorts of businesses now. Uh, one I used to call ordinary, and that's the businesses that don't get the 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 massive change that has been going on in our world they they just don't get it mm-hmm. um, and there's you know there's all sorts of things they do which indicate that and then there's a, another group of businesses that do get it and so what they what we see that they've done is they've moved from being standard i.e. ordinary from standard to stand out and here's the really interesting thing from standard to stand out because they stand for they stand for mm. something bigger than themselves, which is that whole thing, you know, going back to what you were saying about depth. But anyway, getting back to Deloitte's. Um, so uh, about six months ago, uh, they published the results of a study, right? So mm. the study is basically saying if, if you find businesses that are standing for something, you know, bigger than themselves, what's the result of all of that? And it, it all gets back into you know, a very popular word these days, which is called purpose. And, and by the way, I think there's an even better word than purpose. But 
But anyway, so they talk about, you know, all these studies that they've done, and here's what they find. They, 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 they found, for example, for example, they found that 80% of, of consumers, well, actually, that, that's another exaggeration. I must stop exaggerating. It was 78%. Okay, so 78%. <laughs> we'll of, allow you to round. Round exaggerating. <laughs> 78% of consumers would prefer to deal with a business that, that has a greater purpose than, yeah. you know, they're standing for something bigger themselves. They found that those businesses could, I'm not saying they should, but they could do a 38% price premium, which wow. is like, whoa. They they found that 50, uh, that 50% um, uh, of people would actually work for those companies for less salary, which is also mm-hmm. interesting. But the thing that's really, really, really made my, my sort of eyes pop out was that they also said what happens on exit. Okay. And and here's what they found. This is this is like a, a hugely important number. They found that on exit, businesses that were standing for something that had something bigger than themselves going, businesses that were on purpose, if you like, they found that they they the on exit the EBITDA was four times greater, four times. Wow. Greater, which is like wow. Whoa! <laughs> Let's assume they got that they got it half wrong. It's still two times. <laughs> I love that. What a great statistic! Isn't that fabulous? There's more where that comes from, but but it's a good one. Yeah. yeah. And and then the, the other thing that I think is really interesting in that is that um, you know there are these people. There's a word for people that study this, which is you know what's been the word of the year. You know, like. Like uh, at the end of the pandemic, they said that the most used phrase in the world was "you're on mute." That was <laughs> the most used phrase. Anyway, seriously. But anyway, the, the, the whole thing around purpose was was becoming really interesting. But more interestingly than that, so you know, the CEOs going, "Well, we've got to be on purpose. We've got to be on purpose." So what tends to happen can happen is that they get together and they go, they they have, you know, a retreat. I would much prefer they call those things forwards, but they call them retreats. <laughs> and, and, and so here they are, you know, sitting around the thing that's, oh, we, we need a statement. We need a mission statement. And I'm not sure whether it's a mission or a vision, but we need something, you know. So, 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 so they work and then by consensus they get this mission thing and somehow or other they get the word purpose in there and they th- and but frequently it's long so then they stick it up in toilets so that people will actually remember why they're all they're working here. But but anyway, but here's the interesting thing. You know, how how on earth do you measure purpose? You 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 it's very difficult to measure that. That's true. But if you, if yeah, you know what I'm saying, it's like it's interesting, right? I can, but what's really interesting, and this is one of the things that, that just happens by by luck rather than by design. Uh, but when you know B1G1 started, we were very very clear that what this had to be was about the impacts that you were creating. Right? Not about the words you use, but about the impacts that you're creating. And so one of the things that I see now is that people are really understanding that it's possible to sort of word wash, you know, as opposed to greenwash, you know, purpose things. And you just get this nice statement and you hope, you know, that everybody does it. But when you say, no, 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 we're an impact-driven company, then all of a sudden, just by saying, 
So someone's saying, oh, well, what is the impact? You know, it's a measurable thing. Do you, do you mm. see what I mean? Mm. And and yeah. so you know it, 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 it's yeah. um, at, your, at your company, you, you know that you've done thousands upon thousands upon thousands. Uh, I should have had the number actually open. I can find it very quickly. Uh, <laughs> of, of impacts, right? Yeah. And and you you you've got this this measurement of, of it. Uh, and by the way, the great thing about having the measurement of it is that you can share that very 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 simply with uh, with your members. By the way, I'll tell you what the impact you have made is, and it is this. Ready? Seven hundred ninety eight thousand eight hundred nineteen impacts in our world, Joanna, wow. just because of what you're doing at Aspect Legal. Wow. Oh, thanks, Paul. <laughs> <Pretty cool. laughs> that, that, and, if, that, and if this more live event, as as opposed to everybody going, well done, Joanna. But so you know, if you listen to it on the podcast, you know, we can we can sort of hear you saying it. <laughs> I love it, Paul. I love it. Oh, there's so many questions I have for you. I'm just not even sure which to start with. Why don't Why don't we start? Um, and I meant to do this right at the beginning, but we have so much to talk about yeah, that, yeah. that we that we just got into it. But but I'd like to just walk back a little bit and m- maybe talk a little bit about your background. What 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 your experience in business, your your dealings with business over the years, because I know mm. you have such profound insight into no, you're very kind i'll come back <laughs> into the struggles of business into what what makes what makes business work um, yeah. and, and then how that ultimately led into b1 g1 yeah yeah okay well uh whenever anyone asks me about the journey some sometimes people realize you know they realize my age right hopefully <laughs> And just one little interesting thing on that, and I will get to the story, but uh, on my last birthday, and you're going to have to figure out what that was, because I went to my son, who's uh, he he's, uh, does coding and all of that kind of stuff, and I said, um, Kai, I'm, you know, these birthdays, I reckon instead of celebrating every year, at my age, I should be celebrating every day. But I got to just say, <laughs> so can you can you can you just write a bit of code that says you know uh, how many days it's been, and just remember that the year two thousand was not a leap year and everything else. And my son is standing by me, and she says, "Well, he of course he could do that, but there's probably an app for that." Well, there is an app for that, and it's called Days Since. Now, I'm sure this thing was made for alcoholics, right? So you can say, the last time I had a drink was here, and it tracks. <laughs> but you can also track, like, when you were born. So wow. just so that you know, right? right? Now everybody's going to stop their cars or wherever it is and get their calculators out and divide something by 300. <laughs> anyway, so today happens to be the 28,577th day. Right, so, wow. so congratulations. Yeah, Happy there's a, there's a day, history in day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the most important thing for me, uh, yes, you know, I, I got very lucky. I, I really did get lucky. I was I was one of the first 10 people in Hewlett Packard in Australia. I then went on to co-create uh, what many people regard as Australia's first computer company. Someone told me the other day that there's a computer museum in Sydney, and we're actually in that computer museum as being, you know, the first thing. Uh, so this is way before you were born, Joanna. Anyway. <laughs> 
So then, you know, having created that, and then one day I, I was at a, at a seminar before we knew what seminars were, and, and I hear this guy who's sitting no longer with us, but a guy called James Rowan or Jim Rowan, and I'm sitting in this audience in Brisbane in what was called the Travel Lodge, and I'm going, oh, my God. I didn't much appreciate how he, how he sort of stood still, but I loved what came out of his mouth. And so I, I remember I called up my colleagues in the computer company and said, by the way, that's it, I'm out of here. And they said, could you, could you give us a little bit more warning than that? And so I said, okay, this was on December the 6th, uh, yeah. one particular year, 1980 actually. And so on the 1st of April, uh, an interesting date, of of 1981, I decided that I, there was something inside me that I could share about that journey. And so I created a thing called Results Corporation, and we had 23,000 uh, uh, small to medium-scale businesses that we were doing the marketing and everything for, which was, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as you know, I sort of focused that in, 90, in the 90s around accountants, and then in the year 2000, uh, I sold all of that, not because I wanted to, but because the love of my life at that time suggested that I needed a life. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to, you know, every day on the stage kind of thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, obviously, I mean, uh, yeah, and the idea was that, you know, I would go to France, which is what, what happened, and I would, quote, unquote, retire. Well, that was just really difficult. I mean, I, there's no way I could do that because, I'm just curious about what happens. So anyway, let me get to the crucial point of, of, of this, this point. And I was in, in 2007, I was, uh, uh, sorry, I was actually 2006. I was uh, in uh, Bangalore and I was at this particular event and I was there as a participant. I wasn't there for anything else. And, and I wasn't speaking as it were. And, uh, Something happened at that that event Um, because at that event, if someone would have asked me, so what's the secret? You know, what's the secret to business? I I would have said, uh, well, (laughs) there's a secret. This is what I've done. There's only two things. And they said, what are those two things? And I said, well, the first one is to add enormous value to the people that you're privileged to serve. That's got to be the driver. It's all about the outcomes, not about the inputs. It's the driver. It's all of that. And then I said, the second thing is, and have fun. That's it. (laughs) And so for all of those years, those have been the only two things. And then something something happened, which is, you know, a long story, uh, but something happened and it was as a result of uh, a couple of years before that, which was the uh, the tsunami, uh, you may remember, in 2004. Mm-hmm. And um, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, I should say. And I met someone who'd gone through that and and all of a sudden I, I realised that through something that they did that, there was so much, like what you said at the beginning, that there was more. And the moment I discovered that, it was really, it was shown that. And it's really interesting because I had known about this thing called the RTA. That, that's not some legal department or whatever. The RTA stands for your reticular activation system. Right. <laughs> and, and, and which, by the way, kicks in, you know, when in the days when you could afford to buy a car, uh, I understand car prices, uh, we don't have cars. Well, in Singapore, you don't need them. So, so um, 
So you know how it is. You 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 would go and buy a car, and it was let's say it was a Merc or whatever it was, and you'd take it from the from the the, the showroom, and you'd be driving along, and then you're looking, you're going down the freeway, and all of a sudden you see all these cars that look like yours coming, and yet you thought you had this sort of exclusive thing, right? But all of a sudden, oh my god, right? Every car I'm seeing is a you know whatever it is you've got, right? And that's just what the RTA, the ticket reclamation system, does. It it it, it sort of makes you aware of things and, and stuff. And so the moment I discovered that, in that moment when I discovered there was this third thing, and this third thing was what you and I have been talking about, that. Uh, there is something deeper. There is the opportunity to make a you know a massive difference by doing tiny things, and that is one of those moments that someone said to me, you know, that um, that where we are right now in our life is just a result of the choices that we make at every moment of our life. So my hope is that as you've been listening to us. <laughs> Or on me rambling or not on this uh, podcast, and as you've heard about the summit and and stuff, uh, you might get from all of those one of those moments, one of those moments when something drops, and and as as a result, you know, you, as a result of the choice that you take at that particular point, a, a really interesting life uh, unfolds that before that moment you just never saw, but it was always there. Mm. And how many business owners, you know, and, and I guess you see the business owners who are um, who, who are searching for an involvement in in, yeah. um, in being a business for good or being yeah. involved in a business community that um, has those sorts of values. So perhaps what you see might be a little bit um, skewed, but. Uh, I guess what I'm driving at is, you know, when you reflect back on your business career, when you reflect back on the businesses that you've dealt with over time in your history, mm-hmm. you know, at what point do, do you think business owners, you know, when is it that they often realise that there's something greater and what could be the benefit for them in realising that earlier? Oh, okay. Very interesting you asked that question because before we we were, we got to talk, I was, I was putting some slides together for something. And uh, one of the words that, that came up was this word legacy. And I think there is a moment, I'm not sure when that moment is, uh, but when we think, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm not going to be here forever, <laughs> sort of thing, and the, the whole thing around legacy or what are we leaving behind? What are we mm. passing on? And there's something interesting about that word legacy. You may remember I, I said before that I, I really love uh, alliterations as in, you know, standard to stand out because you stand for that mm. sort of ST thing going there. And so whenever when I think of legacy, what most people do is they want to, they think of it as leaving a legacy. Right? So in other words, it's, it's, a, it's way out there, hopefully a long way away. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and the, but the, here's the interesting thing. The, with, with legacy, it's one of those things that you don't have a choice about. You are going to leave one, right? You don't have a choice. It's a, you are going to leave one. But what you have a choice on is what does it look like? That's what you have a choice on. 
And so, you know, is, is it a legacy of, of consumption or is it a legacy of contribution? Now, when you think about that, you start to think about the alliteration around that, you then realise that instead of thinking about leaving a legacy, why don't we think about living one? Instead of leaving it, why don't we think of living one? And why don't we think of that every second, every day, right? And then when you think about living one, so you've got, then, then you think, oh, Actually, and basically, Joanna, it's exactly what you're doing. You're leveraging it. Right? You are actually leveraging that by, by you know, chatting to other people, letting them see what's possible. And so all of a sudden, boom, you know, uh, you're impacting others who have the privilege of, you know, listening to the, the, the things that you, you, you talk about. So it's a very interesting thing. So, you know, you go from living it, or sorry, from worrying about leaving it, <laughs> to just thinking every day about living it and leveraging it. And then guess what? Every day becomes a very different day. Yeah. Well, you know, I deal with so many business owners at Exit. So I see all sorts of yeah, you reflections would, you would, you would, yeah. of business owners, um, you know, and, and there can be many different um, uh, different feelings and approaches. But what, one of the things that um, I've really noticed over time is this emotion at sales. So because so many business owners have this, um, this connection of identity with their business yeah. and they, 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 at the point of exit, quite often they're exhausted. They're ready to go. They're, they're cooked. They've mm. got other ideas. They want to be somewhere else. They have the idea of exit um, and, and they get to exit. But then suddenly there's a point where, and, and I, I feel like quite often it's not even, they may not even realise what's happening, but I feel what happens is at this point suddenly they have identity because they're oh, oh, big so, time. <laughs> and 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 sometimes I feel that a lot of that is connected to the fact that they haven't found sort of this external depth outside of their business. That you absolutely got it. You've nailed it. In fact, um, in fact, about fifteen months ago, I started talking about a book that fifteen months ago was released. And about three months ago, it won the Australian Business Book of the Year. And, and I'd like to think that that was because, 50, you know, 12 months before I started saying to people, hey, you've got to get this book, right? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and it's a fascinating book. It's by, by a guy called Tim Duggan, D-U-G-G-A-N. And, and the, the name of the book is Cult. Some people think I'm going to say cult. No, it's cult, C-U-L-T, cult status or status, if you prefer to say it that way. Mm. And it, it and it it's so interesting. It it it's a really authentic. It's his first book, by the way. It's written really really well, and it and it it tracks his journey. And there's one particular point where he happens to be in a hotel in Thailand, I think it is, towards the end of that particular passage of business, and he's in the hotel and he gets the phone call, and the phone call is that his business sold. It's sold. It's sold. He's, mm. he's done it, right? Now, you would think, wouldn't you, that that would be the time when you would go out and you would have some champagne and you'd get your friends around anything else. In the book, you've got to read the way he tells the story because he tells it very well. He spent 24 hours on the floor of his bathroom. Gosh. Because, here's why, because all of a sudden in that 24, in that moment, he started to relive all the stress of doing it. 
It's really, really interesting. Mm. And so then, uh, armed with that, and this is one of the reasons why the book is so authentic. You know, most people who write business books tell you, I think they they reinvent history. It's like, well, you know, I, I, it's really honest. And what's really interesting in terms of my being coming up and so on is he gives you a seven-step sort of plan, right, for doing things. And what's really, really interesting I can believe it when I when I started reading it, right? It was really, really interesting is on step one. What is step one? And he says, step one is identify your purpose, basically that, right? Or actually what he says, what he says, he doesn't say it that way, which is interesting. He says, identify your impact, your impact. Mm. And he makes this really interesting observation. He says, you know, when we're starting new businesses or when we're starting businesses, we we go sort of like what we said before, you know, we go, oh, what's the revenue going to be? And let's, let's, you know, let's do the 10-year thing. Let's do the five-year thing. Let's do the three-year thing. Let's do the one-year thing. Let's do the, you know, the trimester thing and all of that, right? And he said, yeah, I, I don't want to downplay that. I really don't want to downplay that uh, because that's important. But I think there's a better way. Mm. And, and the better way is instead of doing it that way, just start figuring out and, and just put this number in there, uh, which is the number of lives you're impacting. Mm. Um, whoa, it's such a, you know, yeah. it's such a cool way, isn't it, of, uh, of uh, thinking about it. And by the way, the other thing that he mentions, which again is why the summit right now, then what better time could you have for summit? Let me let me tell you why I, I say right now. Aside from the fact that hopefully <laughs> we've learned something from this, you know, amazing thing called the pandemic. And I, by the way, when I say amazing, I, I don't say that to belittle any of the very tragic things that that have happened. But I, I really don't. But we've seen so many businesses, um, and I don't want to use the word pivot, but try and find new ways of doing things because mm-hmm. they've had to. And as a result, you know, that's changed a lot of things. But anyway, so at the beginning of the book, and here's, guys, here's why the summit is really important. You can you can see behind me, Joanne, that there's lots of business books here, right? One of them, for example, is this one right here. This is Jim Collins. And, you know, Jim, and that's his version two of B. Um, but, you know, when we think about those business books that we read, right, so, for example, you know, Good to Great. And, by the way, I'm not knocking Mr. Collins in any of this, right, because <laughs> he's great. But when you read those those books, th- then those books are saying lovely things about companies that we know, right? So, you know, companies like Apple and all of those sorts of things, right? But what's really, he points this out in a very lovely way. He says, but. You know, we need to remember that Apple was founded in 1976. And without taking anything away from their, from their journey, today is not 1976. Mm. So how we find, find or how we create, how we run, how we exit, all, all of that kind of stuff it's it's an entirely different scenario now, entirely different. And then when you add into that, you know, the metaverses and the web threes and all of that sort of stuff, it's just very different. And that's why, you know, the summit is is at such an important time. And and because so many people are going, what's all this mean? Well, that's one of the reasons why you should be there at the summit. 
<laughs> I love it, Paul. Um, look, thank you so much um, for coming onto the podcast today. It's you a know, I, it's it's such an important topic. The whole point for the summit, um, and indeed the the whole reason I love the areas of law that we work in, buying, growing, selling businesses, is because you know I, I really I see that sometimes business owners do things in a way that makes things more difficult and yeah. that creates stress for them, you know, yeah. as they're trying. You know, business is such a beautiful thing. It can create such innovation, but it can also create a lot of stress. And and sometimes, yeah. you know, there's, there's slightly easier ways, but I, I think the message that I really, really, you know, am so grateful to have um, connected to and that I really wanted to be able to share with our listeners today with you was that it's not just about the mechanics of business. It's not just about (laughs) your multiple at exit, even though they're all the things um, Mm. that we go through. It's also about um, finding depth and finding the way to love what you do, but also um, to create, you know, a legacy that you're proud of, um, mm. and and to um, and to f- <laughs> to find your people. That's you know, that's another thing. But um, but but I guess it's this depth and purpose. Here's the interesting thing, right? When you find all of that, and you you put it very well. But guess what? You move, you move from. This is such an important thing to, to say. You you move from having to push the message out, mm. right, or the sort of push things that we do and everything else, to sort of like pulling. Whereas you don't even pull; it's just it. You become more attractive. You know, you you, you just have more presence. You know? I love it, Paul. Thank you so much um, for coming onto the podcast today. It's a pleasure. Well, that's it for this episode. I just loved this episode with Paul Dunn. I loved his idea of being able to focus rather than on how to live and leverage a legacy. I loved his idea of true success to be found in understanding the number of people your business impacts rather than simply focusing on on a multiple at exit. And I also loved his secret to business success where he talked about adding enormous value, having fun, and the third element of making a difference. Such a fabulous episode. And look, if you'd like to find out more about B1G1 that um, Paul and I were talking about in this episode, just head to b1g1.com. That's B and the numeral one, G and numeral one.com. Or head over to our website and hit the impact page and you'll find a link to B1G1 there. It's such an easy thing to get get involved in. There's some great videos on the B1G1 website that talk about what B1G1 does and how you can easily get involved yourself. And I thought it was a really good point that Paul made um, about the ability to make a difference by doing small things. And I I think that's the thing many business owners forget. Um, They often think that their time of making contribution in the community will come when they have time and money on their side, as opposed to when they're growing the business, focusing all of their time 
and capital on that growth of the business. And B1G1 is such a fantastic example of how you can start to make small changes, no matter, uh, and small contributions, small impacts, no matter where you are in your business, no matter how much time you have, no matter how much access to capital you have. It's, um, It's the way that you can really implement the concept of starting with small. Okay, and of course, Paul and I talked about the buy Grow Sell Summit, which I'm really excited to tell you is running in just a few weeks, or depending on when you're listening to this, in order to register for Buy, Grow, Sell Summit and hear our plethora of amazing speakers, including the one and only Paul Dunn and many, many other fabulous speakers. Head to Buy, Grow, Sell Summit. where you'll be able to register for the summit or you'll find the link to B1G1 and the Buy, Grow, Sell Summit in our show notes. Well, that's it for this episode. I just want to say a massive thank you to you for the listener for coming along today. I really enjoyed this episode with Paul. I really hope you enjoyed listening to it as well. Well, That's it. Thanks again for listening in. See you next time at the Deal Room Podcast, proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. are interested in finding out more about the topic of buying, growing or selling a recruitment business or indeed any professional services business, then look out for our Buy, Grow, Sell Summit that is on in just a few weeks time. This is going to be a massive event over three days. We've got more than 18 expert speakers coming at buying, growing and selling a business from all different angles. We've just got so much amazing content. And if you want to find out how to register, then check out the show notes um, at the bottom of this page and on our website at thedealroompodcast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to The Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au. 